VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, hey everybody. Welcome to another episode of Backpage Breakdown. I'm your host, Antoine Staley, and joining me today is a special guest. I've actually done his pregame shows uh, in Buffalo, and also when the Jets visited MetLife last year, uh, Josh Real WIVB uh, also does pregame for the Buffalo Bills as well. Uh, Josh, it's good to be with you again, man. Hey, man, it's always good to see you. I was, uh, you know, we actually did something uh, in the preseason and everything, you and I too. So uh, it's good to catch up again. And we talked about a month ago, uh, heading into training camp and everything, and obviously expectations were high for Jets. Expectations high for Bills, and here we are. Fast forward, uh, you know, through through the preseason and training camp, and uh, everything is status quo heading into Week One. Yeah, I feel like you know nobody's really talking about the Bills as much now. I guess I guess because maybe the Jets have kind of taken some of that luster as well. Uh, just talk about just the expectations in Buffalo now in twenty twenty three. Yeah, I mean, it's they're just as high as they have been. Um, I'll say I, the expectations are there, but there's definitely a different awareness surrounding the Bills because the division is so much better than it has been. And expectations are high, but when you talk to the fan base, they're very aware of how much better the Jets are and how much better the Dolphins are. And, of course, there's always going to be the – you know, the, the, the Bill Belichick factor, you know, kind of like they, nobody's really concerned about the talent of the Patriots. It's more so, well, they still have Belichick and maybe that's an issue. Maybe he can, you know, kind of talk them in and coach them into a couple of extra wins that normally coaches wouldn't be able to get that roster, you know, into, into the wins. But um, yeah, expectations are high, but you know, the AFC is just an absolute grind this year. Not even the division. You look big picture. The AFC is absolutely just stacked top to bottom. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, people were pegging the Bills at least like the Chiefs' biggest challenger at one point in time. But now it seems like that's going to Cincinnati. And uh, I don't know if that has to do with just, you know, the Bengals themselves or just kind of the face that are surrounding the Bills. So just talk about this. This, the bill Because I feel like we don't give the Bills the respect that, you know, they've been deserving, especially winning the division three years in a row. Yeah, last year when the season ended, um, you know, I, I feel like myself and a lot of other people, you know, came to the conclusion that, look, the AFC is a three-horse race and the Bills were the distant third. I mean, the Chiefs and the Bengals were one and two, and then there was a gap, and it was the Bills because the Bengals, you know, they came into Orchard Park 
And they put it on the Bills. And they made – it wasn't like, ah, they kicked the field goal as time expired. They dominated the Bills from the opening kick. I mean, it was it was one-sided that game. So you, you, you leave the season last season kind of with that thought process. And then, you know, like I mentioned, the Jets got better. The Dolphins are better. You know, the Chargers are going to be good just because they have one of the better young quarterbacks in the league. Um, you don't know what you're going to get with the Cleveland Browns. The Steelers, Mike Tomlin wakes up and just wins nine games. He wakes up, rolls out of bed. Rookie quarterback, to too. What a rookie quarterback. I just found that amazing. I know. And Kenny Pickett, the, the Bills played the Steelers in the preseason. Kenny Pickett, trust me. I will admit, I was not a picket believer, and I'm still hesitant to go all in on Kenny Pickett. He came out against the Bills, and it was the preseason, but the Bills' ones were out there on defense, and he just picked them apart. And I was like, all right. I mean, I still, I'm hesitant to believe that a quarterback that wears two gloves can win <laughs> at a high level in the NFL. Until I see it done, I'm not going to believe it. And then, you know, there's the Ravens. You know, Lamar Jackson is one of the most elite talents in the league. So just – and Harbaugh's another one of those coaches that yeah. rolls out of bed, nine wins, and their defense is always good. So, yeah, the AFC is just uh, – it is just – it's loaded. But, yeah, I still I still am of the belief that the Chiefs and Bengals, and then there's a gap. Now, if you want to put the Bills three, the Jets three, however you want to – the Dolphins three, you know, wherever you want to go after that. I still believe, though, that until I see different, it's the Chiefs. And then a little bit after that's the Bengals. And there's a little gap. And then there's a three or four other teams that are in the mix right there. Yeah, I think uh, the AFC North and the AFC East are going to be the two toughest divisions in football. I mean, the North in general, like you spoke about the Browns. I'm trying to try to figure out what the Browns are. It just depends on what Deshaun Watson is. If they can, if he can get back to form, then I think they could be very, very sneaky. And then, it, it, yeah, if he rewinds it to three years ago, Houston Texans Deshaun Watson peak. I mean, that's just what the AFC needed as another elite quarterback, just yeah. absolutely playing at a monster level. I mean, and I'm sold. I'm sold on Anthony Richardson. I think he's going to be a star. I mean, I mean we're going to be talking about, you know, twelve legit star quarterbacks in the NFL. We ain't talked about Jacksonville either. Jacksonville with Trevor yeah. Lawrence, and I think they're going to be like they pushed like the Chiefs pretty to the brink at times, sure like they, last year in the playoffs. Sure, they did. So, but you're right. I mean, you look on paper at just pure star power. The Browns have some guys. I mean, Miles Garrett's one of the best edge rushers in the NFL every single year. Nick Chubb, one of the best running backs in the NFL every single year. And Joku's this really solid tight end. Amari Cooper. They got guys on the back end of the defense with Denzel Ward. And that's a nice safety. So it's, man, I tell you, if the Browns are good, I mean, like you said, the North and the East are just going to be absolute grinders of divisions yeah you mentioned you talked about buffalo and them losing to cincinnati how do you how have they gotten better if you know you do they have gotten better since that moment because really they they got smacked in the mouth really by the Bengals uh at, at home no less yeah they 
they've got a hope. And I mean, there's an argument that could be made that it's, you know, this isn't baseball or basketball where it's the best of five or seven series or the NHL. It's one game. They got to hope that, and like I said, there's an argument that can be made that, look, the Bengals just, they had a night and the Bills didn't, you know, and that there's some factor that eventually everything that they went through last year finally caught up to them. You know, they, they had games that were moved due to the weather. Of course, the Hamlin situation. You know, you go all the way back to Matt Ariza in the preseason, and that's yeah. something that finally stuff just finally just caught up to them, and they caught a red-hot Bengals team, and that could happen. So maybe that's the thought. But I look at, the, I look at their roster this way. They are as good or better at every single position – except for middle linebacker where they lost Tremaine Edwards. Every single position. The, their weapons are better um, because Dalton Kincaid brings some of that offense that they never had. I think James Cook is going to be a really nice piece to that offense and getting Devin Singletary, who was solid, getting his touches out of there and giving him to maybe some different guys that have more explosive potential. Um you know, the back end, Poyer was really injured all of last season. High yeah. all of last season. Tredavious White only played the last six games of the season. Was coming off of a knee. He seems to be mentally where he needs to be on the knee. Um, they, they add Leonard Floyd to the edge. Of course, they won't have Vaughn Miller for the beginning of the year, but eventually he's going to come back. But he missed, you know, after Thanksgiving, he missed a huge part of it. You wonder – how much even having Von Miller on the field for that Bengals game would have made a difference. Um, not that he swings it that much, but, you know, it's probably a difference. Um, I mean, you talk about a team that lost three games by eight total points. That's not a lot, except for the playoff game. Three regular season losses, eight total points, and they're better at every spot but one. So I think you got to go into the season going, okay, You'll take that. Now, that one spot, it seems to be a decent-sized downgrade because yeah. I just don't know what they're going to do at middle linebacker. Uh, you know, because Tremaine, it's funny because here here in Buffalo, Western New York, everybody was always looking for what Tremaine Edmonds can't do. You know, all of his shortcomings, and they pointed out. People were quick to do that. Now, all of a sudden, those same people, you go back to them and go, so what do you think if you could get Tremaine back? I'm telling you right now, the line would be long. Yes. I mean, it would be, be steep. There'd be a lot of people in that line going, "Bring them back. We'll do anything." So it's uh, you know it's one of those you don't know what you got till it's gone type of situation. Now, yeah. They bring in Christian Kirksey, which is an interesting addition. I don't think he's going to be quite ready, you know, for the first couple of weeks. You know, he's got to get caught up to speed. Middle linebacker, you're going to be wearing that green dot. You're going to be able to communicate the defense. So, but he's a veteran, been around the league, you know, a good guy to mix in there with uh, Tyrell Dotson and, and Terrell Bernard. I think Terrell Bernard right now is probably the front runner for that spot. Um, but he's been, he's been dealing with a hamstring, so he didn't get to play at all in the preseason. So that's going to be the spot that, that's got the biggest question mark. Yeah, I, I mean, you bring up their, you know, just the AFC division and AFC East. Like, how do you think, you know, the rest of the team stack up? Because uh, obviously a lot of people think the Jets are Super Bowl contenders. I'm not there yet, uh, even though I've covered the team. But, 
you know, I think they're a playoff contender. I think the Jets could certainly make the playoffs. Obviously, the Dolphins made the playoffs last year. Gave the Bills like, one heck of a run. <laughs> like they played their wild card game with a third string backup quarterback in Skylar Thompson. So, what do you feel like both of those teams kind of stack up against the Buffalo Bills right at this moment? Yeah, let's start with the Jets. Um, look, this would come as a shock. It's going to come down to the quarterback play because that's what it does with every single team in the NFL, right? Yeah. Um, and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, is Aaron Rodgers what we saw at the end there in Green Bay? Because if so, the Jets may have lost a big gamble there, um, because they, you know, they're 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 tied down financially to him. Uh, but if that's a matter of you know he kind of lost a little bit of the love of being there in Green Bay, and maybe he's rejuvenated, maybe his career is just. It just got pumped some life back into him by being there, being in the Jets, kind of a rebirth, if you will. You know, find find a new love and passion for the game being with the Jets. And let's face it, there's a lot more talent. There's a lot more talent on that Jets roster than there was in Green Bay. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think, I think at the end of the season we're going to be talking about Garrett Wilson is a top three receiver. I, I just think he is absolutely, especially if Aaron Rodgers. Gets it going again because I think, yeah. I think, I mean, we, I mean, I think he's a star. I think he is an absolute star way to happen. Of course, Paul was, I think, going to be the rookie of the year until he gets hurt. So yeah. I, I think, I think and they, you know, they bring Cook in. I think they got a good mix of talent. You know, offensive line, I mean, you know this, you cover the team on a day to day. That offensive line is going to be the, it's going to be the thing because unlike, Guys like Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, who have some mobility and maybe can escape some some different things. You know, Aaron Rodgers 12 years ago could escape some things. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers right now has the mobility that we saw, you know, kind of early on, even in the middle of his career. So the defense, though, is just stout. I mean, it was stout last year. They play Josh Allen and the Bills really tough. The Jets always do. They do. They beat him once last year. And was it Wilson or was it White when they almost got him a second time? I that mean, was Mike, Mike White. Mike White was the second quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I just – they always – the Jets always play the Bills. Since Josh has even gotten there and they've really kind of become one of the better teams in the FC, Jets have always played them tough. And, you know, I want to chalk that up to kind of being a divisional thing. You know, usually you see, you know, divisional games are always just tougher. They just are. You're playing a team twice. You're very familiar with what teams do. Um, so, yeah, I think the Jets are going to give the Bills everything they want to stay at the top of the division. I, To me, in my opinion, I think the Dolphins are the third team in the division. I just do. I think that I have a tougher time believing. Once again, I think push comes to shove. It's going to come down to quarterback play. Like yeah. Pretty much across the NFL. I, I can wrap my head around Aaron Rodgers kind of having a rejuvenation in his career with the Jets more than I can wrap my head around Tua being the, being 17 weeks being healthy. I just – That's I, fair. I just – I haven't seen it. I just – and then once again, you talk about a team that you look up and down the rosters, just stars. I mean, just – absolute bona fide stars. It's going to be interesting. You know, they go out, they make a big splash on the back end with Ramsey. I got, I got, I got to have him, you know, big Fangio though. I mean, right. You know, all yeah. you about is 
Vic's defense is, how good they are. You know, he can scheme up anything against anybody. So it'll be interesting to see how that works. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I, I think that when I look at that division, I, I still, until somebody beats the Bills, I still think it's the Bills division. I think the Jets are right there, right on their heels. And then I would put the Dolphins at three. I think – I think we could be talking about we could be talking about the Patriots winning five games, six games. Crazy. Oh, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, they could. Here's the thing: I think because that division is so good, like that. I mean, good luck them finding wins in that division. I mean, that's six games. That's you know, that's six of the seventeen. If they pick off two of those games and go two, two and four, yeah, go two and four. That's a win. That's about what they did last year. That's what I think they can do. I think they can do. I think they can do that. I mean, I think you know. You look at yeah. You look at better. The Dolphins are better. I don't know if they can win two. I think they can split with the Dolphins and possibly the Jets. The thing about the Jets Patriots game is is in Foxborough in, in in early January. So you have no idea what the weather's gonna be yeah, like. That's true. You know, the last game of the season. So my thing is. And then we also don't know what the position the Jets might be in. The Jets, yeah. you know, they, they might clinch already. So, you know, you just give them that game or whatever. But I think they can go two and four. I don't think they're going to beat the Bills either time. But I do think, you know, they could possibly split, at least with Miami, for sure. And then they got a good defense. Their defense is still good. If your defense is good, and they, well, they're well coached. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, the coaching is never going to be the question mark there. Now, the personnel decisions by said coach are a different story. Yes. But, you know, <laughs> not, not a, no question there. Personnel decisions, big question. But Bill O'Brien, they should be better. I think offensively, it's just a matter of, I think they have a quarterback problem. That's the main thing. And then you got three teams that, well, at least two that that have a quarterback. Miami, I think Tua is good, but he just can't stay healthy. But then the Patriots just – with Mac, he's just very mediocre to average at times. He's just a guy. He's, yeah, exactly. He's, he's just a guy. And I, it's it's crazy, though, to be thinking that and talking about the Patriots is like just kind of a – I mean, they're just an absolute afterthought. I mean, in, in that division, I mean, I mean, you, you could make an argument for every single one of the Bills, Jets, and Dolphins to win the division. Yeah. So if you could make an argument for any team to be the fourth place team except for the Patriots, yeah, I mean, I agree. Which with you. Is crazy. I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I just yeah because they had twenty years of excellence basically. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> and, look, they're due. Don't no, nobody in the NFL is shedding a tear for the Patriots and Patriots fans. They, exactly. They they rode Tom Brady for two decades and have a have a bunch of Lombardi trophies to show for it. So it, yeah. It's time yeah. for them to come back down to earth a little They'll bit. be fine. They'll be fine, yeah. We spoke about the offense a lot with the Jets, but I kind of want to touch on the Bills' offense a lot because they've had their issues too as well. It seems like a lot of the teams in this division have the same issue outside of the Patriots who probably have the best offensive line, at least out of all of them. So just how have the Bills improved their offensive line this offseason? Well, I'll start the improvements start at right guard. They drafted Osiris Torrance in the second round from Florida, and he is a guy who – if you ask around the Bills beat, they jokingly will say that uh, that's my man crush. I mean, that, that is a guy who, coming out of Florida, I was like, oh, man, whoever lands this kid is getting an absolute steal. 
just so happened he goes to the Bills in the second round. And I just – I mean, he played in the SEC, was one of, if not the highest-rated run blocker in the SEC by PFF and did not allow a sack. I mean, you play in the SEC and you have both of those things, and then yeah. he just stepped in and there was an open competition at right guard with Ryan Bates. He stepped in though and just he took took it and ran with it. Now I don't I don't Sean still hasn't said that it's a done deal yet, but everybody he has started every preseason game. Everyone here would be shocked if he's not the starter at right guard uh, week one. Just an absolute force. In my opinion, he'll be the Bills' best offensive lineman next season. He just will. He's not there yet just because he's a rookie. He has shown me first, but I have a feeling he's going to be their best offensive lineman. And at that guard position, if you're very, very good, there's a chance you're very, very good for a decade or 12 years. You know what I mean? Um, Center Mitch Morris is one of the better ones in the league. Uh, He's been with Josh now for, I think this is year five, maybe. You're five together, which center quarterback combination is so important. You know, yeah. um, you know they just have that camaraderie, chemistry there. Um, Connor McGovern's new at left guard. Um, you know, came over from the not your Connor McGovern, not the Jets. Yeah, it's two of them. Like, it's just weird. <laughs> which is kind of crazy because when they signed him at first, I was like, I had to do a double take for a second. I was like, wait a second. Oh, and they both they both were free agents. That's the weird thing too. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that Connor McGovern. Uh, he is an upgrade because Roger Saffold, for whatever reason, I don't know if it was a scheme fit, just was just at, after being really good in Tennessee, was absolutely awful last year for the Bills. I mean, one of the poorest graded guards in the NFL. Um, so Connor McGovern just by default is going to be an upgrade. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, left tackle, Deion Dawkins has been there for, you know, he is like the – Along with Mitch Morris, he's like the old head, you know, over there. Um, I think he's entering year six, uh, six or seven of his career. Um, Dion's more than above average at left tackle. Um, look, the elite guys tend to get him now and again, but the elite guys tend to get everybody now and again. That's why they're elite. Um, but he's, yeah, he's very, very, very good at left tackle. There are 27 teams in the league that would love to have him starting left tackle. The other side at tackle, that's the question mark. Spencer Brown at right tackle. That is yeah. where, that is that and middle linebacker, those are the two spots that have Bills fans super nervous going into the season. Spencer Brown looks the part. I mean, he is an absolute monster. He stands in the huddle. Josh Allen, we all know how big Josh Allen. He stands yeah. in the huddle and dwarfs Josh Allen. I mean, this guy That's, is that is crazy. <laughs> just, just enormous. All of like six, eight, just huge. Just looks the part, and you go, this guy dealt with a back issue last year. You know, really, really hampered him. Supposedly, he's over it. Hasn't looked great in the preseason. We'll see. Um, but that's definitely the big question mark, Spencer Brown, because there are times when you watch him and go, oh, man, John, they need to start rolling Josh out to his left <laughs> all the time. Like, and, and you know, and look, they'll, you know, Ken Dorsey, they know, the, the, the offense knows, Sean McDermott knows, 
whether or not it's doubling up on that side, you know, chipping a guy, you know, keeping a running back in to help out. But that's definitely, you know, that's the position that, you know, a lot of the beat reporters are going to be staring at week one going, let's see how this goes. Uh, because yeah. this is just a big question mark right now. Yeah, it really is. Like, that's why I was curious just to, because it seems like that's been their big issue, really, just protecting Josh Allen and, you know, keeping them upright. I think we kind of saw that even in the Jets game, uh, last the first Jets game where the Jets were able to get to him and you know cause havoc and you know that fueled the upset too. So we're gonna learn we're gonna learn a lot about this Bills offensive line, especially they're gonna have their feet to the fire facing the Jets defensive line that's as talented as anybody in the league, especially with how deep they are, especially led by Quentin Williams. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you you put it, you know, you're spot on. Josh Allen has started 71 straight games. Uh, that's the longest active streak by a quarterback right now in the NFL. So he's been durable. But there have been a couple of weeks, as you can imagine, with any player that started 71 straight games, there have been a couple of weeks where you go, oh, man, he took a beating. I don't, I don't know if this is going to work next week. And he finds a way to get himself back out there. But I think one of the things that they tried to do, and maybe this helps some of the question marks along the offensive line, one of the things I think they, they tried to do, and that's why they drafted Dalton Kincaid, is I think they tried to add some guys who can give Josh some more easy button throws. Yeah. Or back, get it, take it, two steps, get it out of your hand, you know, take five yards, get it, you know, get back up the line, live to play another down. I think there's going to be a lot more of that. They even, they even specifically talked about Gabe Davis and kind of, not adding to his drop tree because it's not like he didn't run intermediate routes, but asking him to do some more stuff that's not just run down the field 50 yards and Josh is going to stand in the pocket, take an absolute, you know, smack from a defensive lineman bearing down on him so that he can throw it down the field to you. I think they're going to try to work a little bit more intermediate with Gabe Davis. I think that's the reason they drafted Dalton Kincaid. They got guys like Hardy and Trent Sherfield. And I think that's, I think they're going to try to do a little bit more of that. James Cook out of the backfield. I think they're going to try to do a little bit more of that this season to keep Josh Allen from avoiding, you know, some of those bigger hits. Yeah, they, I think they have to, especially. I thought last year after the Jets game, I thought Josh was going to miss some time because of his elbow. Yeah. Uh, he, the, last, the last play with Bryce Huff and, you know, was able to, you know, hurt his elbow. I thought. Yeah, I, th- I was like, I thought he was going to miss some everyone, time just due to that. Everyone did. I mean, I he is – he's a tough SOB, man. I'll tell yes. you what, he, <laughs> he just is, man. He is he is tough as nails. I mean, he is he's that quarterback to me um, that, you know, if if you're a fan of the NFL, like just a fan, not, 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 not a Bills fan, just if you like the game – like, he's a guy that you like to – like, I love watching Patrick Mahomes because you talk about another guy who's just absolutely tough. Yes. If you watch the, the ankle injury last year. And seeing what he went through for that ankle and to make sure you go – you just go, oh, man, what? Jeez, are you kidding me right now? There are yeah. some of those guys that around the NFL that not only are talented but just will – We'll we'll do everything that they have to do to be out there on the field. That that's that's just next level. Yeah, it really is. I, I'm gonna get you out of here on this. Just the, obviously the big Monday night game, Jets Bills. 
what do you feel like the keys are to the game? Because the, the last two games, especially last year, all of them came down really to like either turnover or miscue, or it, it was just, you know, that close of a difference between the Bills and the Jets last year. Yeah, one of the things is that I think maybe being made too much of, in particular around here, is, oh, you know, it's it's 9-11. You know, there's going to be a lot of emotion. It's it's Monday night football. It's a road game. It's like all this Aaron Rodgers debut, national, like all this hype, man. Are the Bills going to be okay dealing with all that? And I remind them quickly that they went in to the Rams and the Super Bowl banner was going yep. and they smacked them right yes. now. I mean, they absolutely curb stomped them from the first play of the game all the way through the end of the game. And it wasn't a problem. Like, yes. like to me, I think that, that doesn't – all that other stuff doesn't matter. I, I, I think the thing I'm looking forward to watching, I want to see – Davius White against Garrett Wilson. I think because oh, yeah. uh, if we if we get like the viewership, the the media, everybody, if we get that all pro to Davius White, or at least 95% of what he was before the injury, and we get what I think is going to be one of the best three receivers, four receivers in all the NFL soon, I think I think we are in for a just heavyweight bout between those two guys i think it's going to be i think that's going to be awesome um that's definitely one of the things you know watching the bills offensive line and how they match up against that jets front which feels like to me from the outside looking in the jets don't feel like they need to bring extra guys you know they feel like look we can get there we can get home with four and uh, you know to me then that makes Dalton Kincaid a huge X factor because now you need a guy who can find those spots with all the guys dropping back. You know, if the Jets are going to say we can drop seven into coverage, well, now you need guys like Dalton Kincaid in his first game ever to be able to find those spots in the middle, you know, and kind of. So that's something I'm looking forward to. I just, it's got all the star power you want, it's got two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. It's got two teams with Super Bowl aspirations. It just – you don't get anything better. Like, you don't. Like, this. there's a reason they put it on Monday Night Football. Yes. They're not dumb. They're not dummies. I mean, they went, this is the perfect matchup. And it is, and it's a divisional game. And afterwards, the Bills fan base and the Jets fan base are going to be talking about this team's going to the Super Bowl or yep. – this team is screwed. They're going to finish third yep. in the division. Like, yes, exactly. It's, it's going to be our job as the media to go, there's 16 more of these left. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Especially especially with the Jets. And they've, they've got a tough schedule. I mean, they got they got the Bills. They got Cowboys on the road on a short week. They got the Patriots. And whatever, again, we talked about the Patriots. They haven't beat New England since 2015. Like, so, yeah. And, and then, not to mention, later on, they got games against the Chiefs and the Eagles all before their bye week. Ooh. So, yeah, it is a brutal – the schedule makers did the Jets no favors whatsoever. Yeah. You got to think three and three is probably a good scenario going into the bye with the, with the teams they're playing. I would yeah, think. They, yeah, they better, they better be at least 500 because if they're yeah. under 500, then, yeah, it's not good. It's yeah. not it's, yeah. It's especially with the talk around New York, too, as you can imagine. 
Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So it, it's going to be like that. It's going to be a fun matchup. I, I do think that there's probably more pressure on the Jets to win this game than the Bills. Yes. I think the Bills, unless unless the Bills get like outclassed. And for some reason, they yeah. look, which has, has not happened in the Sean McDermott era often. I, I maybe remember one or two games since he got here that they got beat by beat handily. Like, you know, that Bengals game was one of them. Yeah. Only been a couple where from the beginning you went, oh, man, this is not good. Um, just a, you know, one or two, two or three maybe. But, yeah, I, unless something crazy happens and the Jets come out of there with a 23-point win, I think the Bills inside that building, the fan base is a different story because fans well, are yeah. fans. Like, but I think inside that building and the narrative surrounding the Bills, the, the national media may try to turn it into something that it's not, but that's their job. But yeah. I, I, I do. I think that mo- most people, if it's a close game and the Bills lose, I think people – Not a big deal. In the building, they'll go, it's, it's not that big. Now, my, my point of view will be this. If you don't get Aaron Rodgers week one, you're going to have trouble getting him later because – yeah, you know Aaron Rodgers played in on in road venues that are crazy. Yeah, that ain't gonna be a thing. Him coming to Orchard Park's not gonna be a thing. You need to get him though when he's still getting used to these weapons and playing in that offense because it changes later in the season when you face him and suddenly he's got half a dozen, ten games under his belt, whatever it is. Then then you could be you could be facing a different type of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, for sure, because they they're just now like getting all these offensive players back, and they they just that reason they played the preseason game to get some chemistry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, that's a good point because you know I think by November when they face each other again, then it could be a whole different type of machine uh, the Jets face there. But yeah, I mean it'll, it'll be fun to watch, man. I, I like I say, thank you for coming on with me. I really do appreciate it. Hundred percent, Antoine, man. Anytime, I appreciate it. All right, all right. Uh, this is another episode of Bat Page Breakdown. We'll have another one on Thursday. You can check me out then. Obviously, I'm at Antoine Staley all across the board, and uh, we'll see you then on Thursday. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.